Listen up. Put the seat behind us. Just, just let it push us along till we lay up somewhere. Storm's, storm's easing up, boys. So we just look for the lights on the shore to guide us in. Don't you give up hope on me now. It's a good boat. She'll get us through. We'll get you home, okay? We're all going home. We're with you, Skipper. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello and welcome to Cheap Seat Reviews. Cheap Seat what? Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. This is episode 140, and today we are talking about the finest hours. Hour? Hours. Plural? I can't remember. Oh, I gotta unmute the guys. There you go. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, you guys were talking, and I had you muted. Sorry. Um, I'm yeah, sure it was the funniest yeah. bit ever. Uh, I am uh, the finest hour. <laughs> Z. Okay. Uh, this I am uh, Sean Ard, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Could they not have brought a bigger boat, Jimison? Hi there. Hi. <laughs> Corny. <laughs> and, and, and he mutes himself. Okay. Uh, Corny. Of course the the what? Oh, of course the <laughs> Man, my glasses screwed me up. I wrote cook, but I did not read that. Of course the cook is huge, Logan. Oh. <laughs> 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 and you keep saying me to go on a boat. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. No. No, that's okay. Uh, and Sam, good thing MacGyver is the mechanic vector. Absolutely. And just so you know, Sean, if we were out to sea and we have a lifeboat, I'd make sure I would take it from you and chop it into pieces and survive on my own. Okay. That sounds, that sounds normal. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, not at all uh, atypical yeah. of how you would act. So no, let's, uh, let's pull up a chair and, and dive <laughs> into this movie. The Finest Hours. Uh, two thousand. By the way, Sam gets the MacGyver quote. Come on, really? What? Yes. I think I would be the MacGyver guy. Well, mm-hmm. okay. I might have been the only one who watched it religiously growing up. You've got the what? Well, come on now, you got the you've, huge you've cock, got the cook. Uh, thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, cook. No cook, yeah. cook. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I and I almost said it too. Um, that uh, would have been that would have been awful. Um, and something wrong with y'all. I know. Well, you're right. Um, 2016's the <laughs> finest hour. So we've had a streak here of some. Uh, uh, in fact, the last three movies we've done are all 2016, which is pretty cool. So I say yay for Netflix for getting some uh, pretty uh, pretty new and recent movies. So good job. Uh, either that, or you're getting a bunch of shit films that no one wants. Um, uh, I Aww. think that's true for one of the movies we've done. Um, Recently, yeah. Uh, that would be the Curse of Sleeping Beauty, 
Uh, uh-huh. London Has Fallen, I think, was actually a fine, fine film. And I enjoyed it. Um, and if you don't believe me, go back and listen to last week. Uh, but The Finest Hours is this one. I did. I had forgotten that the this was The Finest a... Hours. Okay, you, da, da, da. I'm going to mute you da, 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 if you keep da, da, da. doing that the whole show. Um, <laughs> do it, Sam. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah. And and you also know, I think he's just baiting you, Sam, because he wants you to ha- me to hang up on you. Because <laughs> he knows I'll do it. I'm crazy. I'll do it. I got a button. Um, what was I going to say? It's, I don't remember. It's a knob, really. No, no, yeah. I, no, no. Well, the, the oh. oops. What was that? What, what in the world? Oh, Are you no. playing like a ukulele or something? No, it's the little a noise that my Mac is telling me that. Um, I don't know why. It just did. Skype. Skype is being Skype. Who cares? Skype is dumb. Mm. Um. Anyway, so I yeah I was gonna say I had forgotten that this was a Disney movie. I just I had forgotten. So. Uh. So. Uh, that explains everything. Does it? Yeah, pretty much. Kind of does actually. Yeah. It explains. <laughs> like, Zero cursing. Um, yep. It explains. Well, there's a couple of words. Are there? I, I heard them say yeah. "butt" one time, and I was like, oh, "Can they say that?" I'm pretty sure they said "gd" what? one time. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I think. Yeah. That that's actually pretty unheard of for a for a Disney. There's movie. the forced weird romance. Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, let's say so. So, Andrew, you do your intro, please, sir, and then we'll we'll um we'll do this. Right and proper. The Coast Guard makes a daring rescue attempt off the coast of Cape Cod after a pair of oil tankers are destroyed during the blizzard of 1952. Cool. All right. Thank you. Those oil tankers weren't made very well back then, apparently. No. And apparently, the uh, captains of said oil tankers were complete idiots. Yep. um, Which I put as a trope, by the way. You know, the, the, you know, the guy's like, hey, the boat's going to break. We should slow down. And the captain's like, no, go faster. And I'm like, oh, there's a trope. The, your engine guy, the guy that made the weld in your boat, is saying that it's dangerous. But forget <laughs> it, whatever. So that's a trope. Um, but this movie is based on, a, on real events. And I thought it was very cool that during the end credits, they actually showed newspaper clippings and pictures of the actual people. Yeah, I um, thought that was pretty cool too. That was yeah, that was very cool. So um, I say kudos to them. Now I was trying to do some research on the movie, as I often do, mainly to avoid arguments um, with Sam. Um, but this, uh, <laughs> I, I kind of wanted to find out how true to the story the movie was, and the closest I could really come up with was that one of the um, the, so the guy who was in the very front of the boat, the little boat, right, who was the uh-huh. Navy guy who volunteered, saw this movie in the theater and said, I didn't really think it was all that dangerous. <laughs> so that, oh, that lends that tells me you something, right? It tells me one of two things. Either his memory is just different or... We Hollywooded the hell out of this thing to make it super dangerous, to make it more compelling of a movie, right? Well, that one guy did die. Yeah, the the, the tiny, tiny, which of course is a trope, um, that we yeah. have to make the, uh, you know, the big guy. Oh, the big guy must be called Tiny. That's funny. Um, so it's fine. Um, but I was really trying to see if I could really find any. Really, anything that says that this is actually kind of pretty real, and 
um, without going too far. Yeah, I was just surprised at the lack of trivia on this. Yeah, there true. really Usually, isn't. Based on true story stuff, has a ton of stuff to to look at. Yeah. Um. So what all I can say is is that uh, what I know about the movie is that one, it didn't make a whole lot of money. Um. Would you say it uh, sank? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, especially by Disney standards, it did. It, 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 you're welcome. It, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Um. That was a good joke. So, was this a first-time viewing for all of us? Was for me. Yes. Corny? Uh, yes, this was my first time. Okay, cool. Right. So that'll <coughs> Sorry, make this... I was coughing to death. No, that's fine. Um... No, no, it's not. I, I don't want to <laughs> die. <laughs> well, but, but I accept your excuse for not talking immediately. Um, I'm just teasing. I hope you're all right. Drink a beer. You'll be fine. I'm actually drinking uh, root beer tonight. Well, aren't you it's a cool. rebel? It's hey, cool. uh, when you're done, uh, won't you uh, just uh, fold your dress up nicely and uh, have a good night? You know what? Yep. You can make fun of me all you want, but this is, um, <laughs> in fact, listen, listen, we can even make the joke go even uh, farther because uh, it's microbrew uh, root beer. So, Oh. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. So not only am I um, drinking root beer, but it's pretentious root beer at that, so. <laughs> I like it. Nice, Nancy. I know, right? Uh, no, I, I would need a more pretentious name. I would need something like, uh, I don't know. Some, there's got to be something super pretentious out there. Um, um, like uh, Sean. Yeah, that's not a pretentious name. Sean Connery, he's not pretentious at all. Um, so what There you go. I was waiting for him. Anyway, <laughs> Andrew, your initial thoughts on this movie, The Finest Hour. And not, okay. my, not my root beer. I, too, did not know that this was a Disney movie. Um, I don't think it needed to be. Matter of fact, it probably would have been better had it not been a Disney movie because I think what you said about it, Hollywooding it up, I think that Disney was trying to just make this a more exciting movie than it really was or needed to be, for that matter. Right. Um I, I do appreciate the fact that this movie told a story and it had the goal of telling us how this rescue or, well, it may have exaggerated, but it told us how the story happened. It didn't waste my time on trivial things. It didn't, you know, there was a little touch of romance here and there, and there was a few comedic things here and there, but it didn't waste my time on that. It touched on it and it moved on to the actual story, which I appreciated. Mm -hmm. uh, it gave a little bit of backstory on each uh, main character or characters, you know, the people on the oil ship, the, uh, the Coast Guard members, and of course our main character and his love interest. Uh, Captain Steve Rogers. Yes. And so, <laughs> you know, I, I felt like it did its job. Now, was it a great movie? So-so. Mm, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. But, uh, uh, yeah, it wasn't a bad watch. I don't know that I would watch it again. But, uh, yeah, I did enjoy the fact that uh, even when he was soaking wet, Chris Pine uh, somehow managed to still be the most attractive human being on the face of the planet. <laughs> uh, and I envy him to that effect. Yeah, well... Uh, sure, um, and that's per my wife. That's not that's not my words. I, I have I have uh, I have quotes from my wife too. So this is great. Um, 
uh, corny. I mean, they don't call it the finest hours for nothing. That's right. <laughs> I like him. to call that between uh, 10 and 1 o'clock in the morning. That's uh, when the fine ladies come out. Yeah, is that, that, that real? Is that, is, that how, la- is that how you got those? Ladies, uh, I mean the uh, people at uh, Waffle House when they bring my food. I was going to say, is that, you how you got, is that how you Velma, got your, I will uh, see you next week. your, um, your free shots? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, no, um, I, uh, I didn't find this movie to be... Uh, <clears throat> I wasn't scared enough for a movie uh, with two of the things that I hate uh, currently, which is uh, large bodies of water and, and Chris Pine. Oh, oh, <laughs> no! Come on, man, get out of here! No one hates Chris Pine. But uh, no, I mean, it was kind of a bland movie, and I'm kind of with uh, Andrew on that. Um, I, I I could have seen a little bit more death personally, but. Um, <laughs> This is like I'm the sorry. second time it's, you wanted a movie too, based on... too much a... stuff going on for not enough people to die. <laughs> it bothers me. Half the ratio a... of accidents to death was not good. Half a boat died. We just didn't see it on camera. <laughs> and a whole other if boat died. It, if I didn't see it, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. No pictures, no proof. <laughs> this is the same... No pictures, it didn't happen. This is uh, the same argument Corny made when we watched We Were Soldiers, and he's like, I think the Mel Gibson character should have died. Like, he wrote, he wrote the, the book. book. <laughs> I still want him to die. <laughs> I can have what I want. He wrote it post-mortem. <laughs> Maybe I'm just in a, a, a whole death thing, but uh, I, I, uh, I really just could have dealt with more death, and I didn't get that. <laughs> and I was, I was very upset, but... Um, so maybe in the future um, we'll get the finest hours to the uh, you know quickening revenge and, uh, of the wave or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Chris Pine just goes on an all-out manslaughter, and uh, I'll get what I want. But until then, uh, I'm gonna have to deal with this. Uh, it was I, I'll put it this way: I think it was at least worth the watch. I don't hate that I watch this movie. Um, will I watch it again? Probably not. But uh, I do think it was worth the watch. And I got to be honest with you, I was digging on the music. Um, that mm-hmm. kind of kept me in it. And um, I don't know if it was the drugs or the. Um, you mean you, know, you mean the medicine? The, <laughs> you you call it what you want. Oh, I call okay. it what I want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but something uh, did make it at least enjoyable. So uh, that, that's my two cents. All right. Cool. Sam. Well, um, I goodness, I just watched Captain. this thing recently. Cap, yeah, you can call me Captain tonight, <laughs> Captain Seabird. No, I'm not right. calling you Captain. Come on, man. No. All right. Um, well, then, what was I talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this movie. I don't remember. <laughs> um. I when when it first started, you see the big Disney castle thing in there, and I was like, um, uh oh, what am I getting myself into? Because Disney has a bad history of making cheesy, kind of goofy, feel good movies. Does that make sense? It does, absolutely. Uh, Especially with the live action stuff like this that isn't based on some sort of cartoon or something like that, and I and it had me worried, and um, I, I. I don't know. The the chick in this movie freaked me out. Um, strong-willed chick, you know, trying to... I don't know. Just She she, she overcooked my grits. Yeah, she's scary. She's scary. She's scary. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
But <laughs> yeah, women who think and do things on their own is scary to Sam. Yeah, so. yeah. I was I getting mean, ready to say, Sam, do you do you say that women shouldn't be independent and? <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying that Thank per se, but no. Um, I don't know. It's just she struck me in the wrong way. Um, not that women Probably, should be strong. You. Yeah. Hey, listen. Listen, Jen and Samantha are like half of our listening audience. Don't piss them off. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. Very true. No, th- but this particular woman seemed a little strange to me. Um, I I don't know if it's because several months went by between like a five-second cut in the film, and we didn't see any progression, and all of a sudden she's asking him to marry him or marry her on the dance floor. And it, to me it felt like they that was their first date. So it actually was, seems a bit psycho. I'm actually with Sam on that. That's uh, yeah. It it feels weird for the time. You know, okay. this is you know no, saying, it's it's the fifties. Oh, you know, what I'm saying it's the fifties, right? Like, there's yeah. an expectation then that women, you know, like you wear a dress and you stay home and you take care of the 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 kids and the cooking and the cleaning, right? Like yep. the cooking and the cleaning. Like and the the, 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 the sexism. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> I certainly wasn't going for a Bill Cosby thing because there's, like, there's all kinds of other connotations there. Um, Sorry, it was way too easy. To... You no, know, that's fine. But like sexism as was a height of our in our culture at that oh, point. Oh, and I understand that, and and I understand. I mean, she, from what I read in the, you know trying to look up the history of this, you know, she was like that. She was just a very strong-willed woman, and he was more mild-mannered. He was not the Chris Pine persona. Yeah, he's you know? not and, Captain Chris, Kirk. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pine. Speaking of which, he played his role like really well. I'll be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, in this um, movie, I thought he yeah. did too. I thought he he did real well. He, he was trying his best to not look so just darn face lickable. You know, you just you just want to lick his <laughs> the face. F Sam. What, yeah. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Sean, gosh. if you don't isolate that audio, I will slap you in the face. <laughs> But yeah, you just want to lick him in the face. He's such a good-looking man. Um, you know, it's hard. It's hard to see him as this little kind of humble guy. And um, but anyway, I, the movie. I agree with Andrew in terms of of uh, just. I don't know. The the story progressed, and it wasn't a whole lot of filler, which was good. I I liked the scenes on the boat. The big boat, the big tanker, the more much more than I liked any of the other scenes. I wanted to see how they were trying to stay alive, and yeah. and I don't know if anybody else asked this question, but don't you think if it ran aground, it's not going to sink, right? Right. And and also, why didn't they try to extend the air intake? That was one question I thought of, and that yeah. you know, like why can't you just, you know somehow find a way to get some tubing or metal or something and, and, and aim it up or something or bend the yeah. metal up. I thought I asked that question too, to my head. I don't know. So can't help you there. I'm still pondering a lickable face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, the grit of his, 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 uh, his beard, you know, kind of tickles your tongue. <laughs> Did he have a beard? I don't know, but this is getting weird and uncomfortable. I need a safe place. What do you think of the movie? I, I thought it was just, I, it, it turned into a cheesy Disney flick. Um, I did like that there was some 
death and destruction in terms of tiny. I didn't see that oh, coming. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, and especially the way they showed him underneath the water, I was like, good Lord. Yeah. You know, where's where's Samwise Ganji to, to reach down into the water and pull him out? <laughs> right. Uh, uh, actually, I have a problem with that. No. Fat guys float. So, Sean. Yeah. So, do you, do you think uh, so Chris Pine is lickable? So this, um, no. Uh, no, he, no, he is a he is a he is a damn liar. Yeah, he is yeah. a handsome man, um, yeah. and I tastes like popcorn. Popcorn? Mm, not after this movie. No, at this movie, he's probably more like like a salted caramel taffy. Oh, I was just gonna say like salted caramel. Taffy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, sure. That's as, that's as least creepy I think as we can get with this. Um. No, so this movie, I, I think I think we're all kind of in agreement that this movie was, <laughs> yeah, it was okay. You it's know? okay, like, yeah. It, it, like, I, I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. But and yeah. I'm, I probably won't watch it again. It's okay. So so, yeah. w- so with me, when, when I saw this movie come out in the theaters, or I, I didn't watch it in the theater, this was my first time, but when I saw that it was coming out in the theater, so I was like, ooh, that looks kind of cool. Oh, it's got Chris Pine and that guy mm-hmm. who was the fiery dude from the hostage movie. And, yeah. Um, and oh yeah, that's where I saw him. Yeah. And okay. So I'm like, okay, this is a this is a disaster movie. I said, this looks kind of cool, like the perfect storm. Only they don't all die at the end. Um, <laughs> spoiler. Uh, so sorry. Son it's, of a bee. It's been it's been several years. Go watch it. So anyway, um, so I was really excited for it, and so like my, my expectations for it. Then I saw the Disney logo, and that actually made me go, oh neat. Cause, oh really? Because I had forgotten. So you had the opposite reaction that I had. Well, yeah, because I was, you know, like those National Treasure movies aren't great, but they're fun. You know, like you kind of have yeah. a good time with those, and so it's like, oh, maybe this is going to be like another. I mean, it's not a Bruckheimer film, but maybe it'll be like a National Treasure or a Pirates of the Caribbean that kind of pleasantly surprises you. And it and it really didn't surprise me. Pleasantly surprised me. It, it kind of met really just your expectations for a Disney movie. You know, you've yeah. you've got a hero that you like, a likable hero. Um, and, and I thought Chris Pine was great as him. I thought he was really, really good as that character because he's playing this such an unimposing person and the movies were used wicked to, smart. uh, yeah. And the movies were used to seeing him are as Captain Kirk where he's this type A aggressive personality or he's going to be in the new Wonder Woman movie where he's a soldier and, um, he was in that, uh, this is war kind of, um, movie with a little bit of action but basically is a rom-com with tom hardy and he's basically a super agent in that so super agent that's not a word secret agent but so he's we're kind of used to these roles for him and then even in jack ryan shadow recruit he's the unimposing super secret agent person you know like uh he was still in the marines and he killed the big the guy from the movie that we watched so anyway um so in this movie, I thought he was really good. Um, the wife, she did kind of annoy me when she kind of burst into the Coast Guard and they're all like, go home. And she's like, no, you need to call him back, whatever. So anyway. Yeah, you, you don't do that in the military, you know, in that type of organization. You no, just don't you, do you that. Don't. Maybe that's why and, I got And I got forget that she was too. a woman. I mean, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Like, if it yeah. would have been his best friend, you know, who isn't in the military, or who isn't in, I mean, it's, it's not the military, but it's the service 
You don't mm -hmm. do that. Like, that's their job. So here is, and I'm going to go ahead and just start out of the bat with this. My biggest beef with the movie by far, 100%. I paused the movie and talked to Sarah about it because it was driving me crazy. Okay. So his commanding officer, Eric Bana, which oddly enough plays the bad guy in the first Star Trek reboot. So there's some. Also is the Hulk. Who was the first yep. Hulk, which was the real bad one. I like to, I like to ignore that. Yeah, we all kind of do. Although um, he battled the universe. I remember right in that in that Hulk. He battled the no, universe. No, no, he battled his dad and some water, and then yelled about taking all his power. Or some and a lot of bold. there was a lot of weird color things happening. I don't remember much. Of I that thought movie. I thought he was like the power of the universe or something. No. Anyway, that's that's why that that, that movie is forgettable. That, that's Aladdin, infinite powerful universe. <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so they make him out to be the biggest a-hole in this movie. For some mm -hmm. reason, the movie goes out of their way to make him seem like a horrible person, right? So I get it. He's not from there. He's using this kind of weird southern accent. I mean, he did all right for an Australian, but... They, you know, they, he's not from there, and so all the other people are like, you know... You know, you don't know these these shoals like we do, and so he sends that other crew around, right? And then this other tanker, like they find out that there's this other tanker right there. Like the dude goes out to the pier, and then he hears the horn blowing, and he comes back, and he's like, "There's another tanker," and they find out, "Yep, there is another tanker." So he sends Kirk and his crew out, and he's made out to be this horrible person. And I'm sitting here screaming, "This is their job, right?" Like, let me ask this question. Okay, please. Is there an antagonist in this movie? The na nature. Uh, yeah, I'm, I feel like what Disney's trying to do here is because there is no human antagonist, they're trying to add in his character and they're trying to add in what's his face from the, from the oil tanker that yeah, was the against other, the whole idea yeah. of, you know, just to give us some conflict, which... Did that exist in the uh, true story? Who knows? Probably not. Yeah, yeah. They're just doing their job, uh, like you said. Right, and, that, and that's my point. That's what I got. For, yeah, okay. If you want to make that guy on the tanker kind of the point of 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 aggression, you know, and he challenges uh, Ben Affleck's younger brother, fine, right? Um, and I thought that Casey Affleck did a good job in this movie, also. Um, as kind of, again, this unimposing, but really, as Corny would say, wicked smart uh, guy, right? <laughs> who knew who knew what to do, right? He saved their lives. Thank you. So, uh, Isn't it bad that I kind of like him as an actor, though? Casey Affleck? Why? Casey Affleck. I don't know. It's, it's Everything I see, I've seen him in, I've liked his characters. Are you, including those underwear. Did you feel no, like... And, and, and I'm not talking about lickable faces and things like that. It's just I I think I like the, oh just the yeah. kind of kind of the weaselly not weaselly but just we all know that guy. It's funny you, know, we, you almost feel like you're you're like arguing against yourself. Like you feel like you shouldn't like him because he's been Affleck's yeah. brother. Yeah. But I I just think he I think he does well in the things that he. I liked he him gets in the Oceans to. movies. I thought he was fine in the Oceans movies. Yeah, you know, he plays a nerd pretty well. Um. Anyway, so so that's really my biggest issue, right? Is that is that thing? Is that mm -hmm. is that? And they had to make him a southerner. 
Of course. Yeah, to make him make him different. They could have made him from New York, and he would have still been an outsider, right? But maybe that was. I mean, maybe the actual guy was Southern. Who knows? I don't know. But um, it was just really annoying. That was really the only part, truly, that it really bothered me in the movie. Is that? I mean, the the wife was, a, or fiance, or whatever she was. She was a little weird. Um, I did laugh out loud with Sarah when he said, when do you want to get married? And she said, April 16th, which, of course, is my birthday. I um, said gross. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> I almost recorded myself saying gross just so I could play it right now. Oh. And it was just too much. I was in bed. That's fair. Um, <laughs> anyway, so that's really, that's really my only beef is that. Just because, I don't know, I just, I really like movies where... When, when you have people, whether they're men or women, who are risking their lives for other people, I find that really compelling. Um, and, and thus, our top three list will be you know, reminiscent of that, or, or um, uh, not oh, reminiscent, not the word, um, will be, uh, I'll, I'll highlight that, because there are, I like those types of movies where you know, this is their job, you know, so... Uh, I had a couple friends in Wilmington when I lived down there who were in the Coast Guard. Uh, who in did, the Navy. Who oh, did, no, well, I, did have, I do have a friend in the Navy, too. Um, I did, too, except he had to be discharged because he was sleepwalking. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. He, he could control sleepwalking. Yep. Wow. That's... And I guess that's a bad thing to be a sleepwalker on a Navy vessel. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not just, the, not just the fact <laughs> that he might walk off the boat, but like... He might walk into a place that's like high energy and dangerous and whatever, you know. I mean, yeah. What are you doing in the yeah. munitions dump? What, what, what are you doing on the Red October? Right. Get out of here! <laughs> I'm trying to sleep. Somebody made a joke on um, another podcast I was listening to about them making a hunt for Red October too, just so they can bring Alec Baldwin out of retirement and make a nice fat Alec Baldwin to do do the movie. <laughs> He won't. He won't fit through the little, the, the you know, the the cap to get it down into the yeah. the submarine. Just kind of grease them up to get them through the hole. Yeah, that's funny. I th- I'm pretty sure Alec Baldwin's going to be pretty busy for the next four years. Yeah, he's Absolutely. got. Yeah, he's like, got the corner uh, market cornered on the Trump uh, uh, costume. He's on the Trump train. Yeah, he is. Um, I made a joke today. Someone said something about Trump, and and I said, you know. Saturday Night Live should really do a skit where Alec Baldwin is like, I don't know, maybe he and uh, Hillary Clinton like start making out over a bowl of spaghetti. You can call it Lady in the Trump. <laughs> anyway. There you go. Somebody can take steal that idea and make some money off of nice. it. Nice. Uh, <laughs> anyway, that's fine. You nasty. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, again, remember, of the four of us, Sam was the one talking about licking Chris Pine's face. Um, going on, on, the first, on the first date, they want to take a boat on the water at night. That seems very strange. And I was I supposed to cue this up, and I totally forgot. And I was supposed to play this. It was a different time. So, you know. He's right. Oh, Chad, God rest his soul. Chad's right. May he rest in peace. <laughs> um, worst, mar- worst marriage proposal ever. Um, yeah, that's actually the one thing that made me uh, a little wary of Little Miss Ma'am. Well, um, then she like ran out, and I'm like, dude, because I at the time I was like, wait a second, it had 
it wasn't until he said it's been only a few months. I thought it was literally like the next night. So I'm like, well, she's no, creepy they, and needs to be stopped. They put a date on there, right? Like the when they first met, it was like, uh, you know, November 15th, 1951. And then the next one was, you know, like February 3rd, 1952. So, I mean, we're literally talking about three or four months. Um, they, they, they put the date there, but you're mean, you're still right, Sam. I mean, like it didn't for all, for hell, it could have been the second date for all we know. I mean, but like Chad said, it was a different time. I mean, my, my mom's mom, uh, she met my granddad at Thanksgiving cause they were like pen pals. Like they were like, they were just talking to each other on the phone. They were pen pals. Uh, when he enlisted, because she was in the USO or whatever, and then she met him at Thanksgiving, and they were married by Christmas. Wow. I mean, so um, that was uh, just like Chad said. Um, and they were married until he <coughs> passed away in the mid-'90s. So, um, Still, though, going on a boat on, the, on a first date is just kind of weird. Um, I'm on a boat. So two boats, uh, two boats, two boats broke, and one didn't make it. That's pretty crazy. That two bro. boats, uh, bro. they're bro brokes. Hey, bra. They broke. Hey, bra. Oh, I don't have that queued up. Um. Sup, <laughs> <laughs> bra? I should. Your boat just broke. I should always have that. Here we go. Hey, bra. I know I should always have that queued up. Um. <laughs> I found it funny though that it just kind of like. Bob bobbed around half a boat. It just seemed like it shouldn't be able to bob around as it, half a boat. Well, I mean, like I said, there was um, they were all sealed up, you know, so that's uh, why I didn't. Or 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 or. Jesus! Wow, the bad jokes are bad tonight. Oh, we're getting them out of the woodwork tonight. Uh, so, one of my quotes from Sarah. Where is it? Or oh, she watched it with you. She did. Well, she wanted to watch it because it's Chris well, Pine. Well, she likes Chris Pine because she would lick his face. She she might, actually. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll ask her. Stop it. Um, later. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? I don't know. Uh, what was I wrote? Oh, I know this Pineapples. is based on true events, but damn, <laughs> those men sure are lucky that one dude heard them blasting that horn from the pier. Um, yeah. A lot of this movie was based on luck, right? I mean... How far as you could tell, yeah. You know, oh, it was lucky he heard the horn blast. It was lucky that it broke at the seam where the boat wouldn't immediately sink. It was lucky that Captain Kirk was able to pilot that little ass boat over the shoal. My God, is that how it really is? I mean, those shoals were bananas. I mean, I guess that's real, but yeah, like, how do they do any business at all? You know? Well, I think they have to consult Doctor Shoals. Oh, Doctor Shoals. <laughs> You know, I was looking for an end. And, uh, you I found it. love you. it. I love it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. oh. Thank you. So um, I'm done. Whew. I said I wrote. Uh, I also wrote. I love it that the Navy guy is going to show up. All these old Coast Guard guys. Well, that was pretty funny. Uh, and then our quote: "Quote, she's kind of needy." From Sarah. End quote. So the wife? Yeah, Sarah's like, she's kind of needy. So even Sarah yeah. was like, yeah, she's a little needy. <laughs> well, um, generally the pretty ones are kind of crazy. 
Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's that the Barney uh, crazy hot scale. Like, yeah, you can be crazy, but you got to be hot in order to. Uh, uh, anyway, um, I thought that the shot of when they were calling down, they did it, they only did it the one time, but when they were calling down the orders, right, from the top of the boat down to the engine room, was one of the coolest shots of the movie. I mean, probably Agreed. the Indeed. coolest shot, and it reminded me of that opening scene from Serenity. Right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now, this one had a lot more cuts in it than Serenity. This one had like, like every person was a cut because the camera would go in front of them, like it would use them as their cut, right? It would go by them and it would be a black screen for a, 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 maybe a half a second, and there's your cut. And then you can move on to the next guy, there's your cut. So there was probably like six cuts, but it was beautifully done, it was really, yeah. really good. Um, so bravo to that. Um, I also wrote that. When they were crossing the shoals, uh, that was intense. And I, I wrote, that made my butt pucker up a little bit. So <laughs> I couldn't imagine. You know, it, just the boat was underwater. Yeah. You know, it, it's just crazy to me. You I, see I, that mother flipped. You know, and I've gone in some crazy oceans before. I was over in Hawaii and, and boogie boarding, and, and I lost, actually, I lost two pairs of swimming shoes because the waves were so powerful when I, when I'd fall into them mm -hmm. and, um, shoes, Eagle shorts. Yeah. And I, I just, that's just wild to me that people would be out in something like that. Mm. I mean, those waves were dozens of feet tall and yeah, I mean, he was, it was really cool the way they filmed it again. I have no idea if this was real or not, but I don't care the way they filmed it showed, you know, Kirk basically like he was feeling out the waves, you know, he, He's watching it, and he just kind of, like, he, there was a moment in the movie where they kind of have him just, like, he's zoning everything else out, right? Like, um, yep. Pyro Dude is over there, you know, screaming at him, and he's just zoning him out, and all of a sudden he can see the wave, and then he cranks the engine, and he freaking rode it like a, like a surfboard. And I just thought that was really cool the way they filmed it, and it was very intense and just... Um, but yeah, you're right. They went under the waves a couple times and how would you like to have been the guy on the front of the boat? My gosh. Oof. I mean, <laughs> F that. no kidding. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing between you and the infinite ocean, but a couple of inches of steel. That's about it. You, well, you I, kept wondering, I kept wondering if the sheer force of going in the water at that speed with the waves as powerful as they are, how would that not rip his body in half or at least you know really hurt his back right yeah, yeah whipping him yeah know, fun button <laughs> um <laughs> chad's not here corny so there's really only one of us that gets it um the uh and the other thing is that poor guy when they when they there was a moment where they, he cut the spotlight off and all of a sudden the guy in the front goes hang on and they hit that wave really hard the, the middle guy um like flew up into the air and then landed back on the boat and it's like it's super lucky he only landed right back down you know as opposed Absolutely. to like got spun off because then he would have been riding that surf back to uh massachusetts um that was crazy uh what uh oh as if they need another challenge a huge wave wave comes and break re-breaks the ship that was nice um what oh that was my other uh, a note i missed that little boat that they took, I mean, the cabin of that thing broke off within the first five minutes. I just, uh, the moment <laughs> they got into that boat, I thought, who are they rescuing in that? Like, is that whole thing 
only designed to rescue like fishermen, you know, like yeah, a boat of a couple fishermen got lost or they they got stranded or something, because um, I don't know, I just whatever. But that's why uh, that opening clip I played, uh, and I had to condense it a little bit because it was like the full speech is like a minute and a half, because there's a lot of moments where he's just kind of pausing and. Uh, but when they were all piled on there, I thought that was. It's just, it's just crazy. And then how did those guys... Now, when you're going back with the surf, obviously it's a lot different, but like, how did they all hang on to go back over the shoals, you know? So, um, How are these guys not funny to death? Uh, funny to death? Frozen to death. Funny to death. <laughs> uh, that too. All right, guys, we're here to rescue you. But just a warning, we're really, really funny. So if you fall <laughs> off laughing, that's why. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. Good one, Moose. Uh, it's a good thing Kirk has really good ears so that he could tell that the ocean sounded weird. That's how he knew to turn the light on and cut the engines because they were about to crash into the boat. That, that was, uh, I was assuming that was because he could hear the creak of metal. And maybe. Yeah. I mean, and, and it, I mean, we all of us are music people, so we all are kind of attuned with our ears better than, I say, your average eh? person. So. <laughs> I mean, you guys can tell when sound changes, you know? So you would tell yeah. that there's a giant thing in front of you because the ocean would sound different. Um, you know, like, I mean, you can tell when just a, another human walks into the room, you know? The, the, it's it's kind of like when you're sound asleep and your your child sneaks into the room and just oh, stares at you while you're oh, sleeping. Oh, good God. <laughs> you're right because oh, everything sounds weird. Yeah. And, and you wake up and you look and their face is five inches away from your face. Yeah, And, and then, then you, they say, Daddy. I am hungry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I get this the is where horror movies are made right there. Oh my gosh. Just so you know. I get the uh Daddy, I have to go potty. But he just stands there, waits for you to wake up because he doesn't touch me. He just stands there. Gosh. We yeah, had a thing uh, with Parker for a while where he would he would literally walk by the bathroom to tell us he needed to go. And then we would go. Oh yeah. Go. And he didn't even go. We were like, just just go. Just yeah. pee. Oh, yeah. No, Declan walks by two bathrooms to go to the oh, bathroom. Oh, good. There's one down here where he is, but he doesn't like to use it because it's creepy, which I don't blame him. It's kind of weird. And then he walks by the upstairs bathroom, which is kind of designated as his bathroom. That's where his toothbrush is and stuff, to go into our bedroom to wake me up so he can go use the, bed the bathroom in our bedroom. But, I mean, at four... I'm okay, and it's fine. I get it. I, he's damn. He four? Yeah, he's four, dude. Shit, Good lord, dude. Yeah. Stop. Lucy's turning six tomorrow. Y'all <laughs> stop. That's wow, just, tomorrow. That's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. That is crazy. Look at that. Um, oh, turning fifteen. <laughs> he's gonna be going he's to college. Getting his license. <laughs> Has he gotten his scholarship from uh, Carolina yet? Because I know yeah. Roy Williams likes to get him young. Um, won't that be awesome? That would be awesome, dude. Um. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, what? What? I can't read. Eh? <laughs> no, it's it's not my deaf noise. Oh wait, I mean I can play that. If you, you want. Wait, hold on. Where is it? Uh, is this it? Oh. There you go. That's all I got. <laughs> um. What is this? I forgot. Oh yeah. Ah. There you go. Um. That works. That works just fine. Talk about a trust fall when they're like falling off that ladder into the boat. That was pretty uh, 
Um, and then, okay, so the thing that pissed me off, I already talked about. The guy he's made to be the bad guy, even though that's his job to send men out to do dangerous things to save other people. I mean, so he's basically Professor X. Oh yeah, I mean he's any other person in command ever, right? The 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 difference is, and I think this is real. Most time in the movies, the commander is kind of looked on as this douche because he doesn't listen to his people. In this movie, he was like, take the thing and go out. And the other guys were like, it won't make it over the shoal. We need to go the long way down to the other place and take that boat. And he says, okay. He listened to the people under his command and made a decision, right? Yep. And yep. then when no other option was available, we have to send Kirk you know, through in that little boat through the shoals, right? That was the last resort. But he, as the commanding officer, has to do that. He has to make that tough call. So that was what annoyed me about the movie because for some reason they just really wanted us to hate him, but it's not his fault. Here's the thing that was the dumbest, the dumbest part of the movie. And at that point, Preach. I kind of looked over at Sarah and I was like, okay, definitely a Disney movie. They all make it back fine, which is part of the story. That pro that's, that's what happened. Which Corny hates for some reason. He hates <laughs> life for another reason. Who knows? But, give me kick or give me death or give me dead people on the boat. So they all, they're all at the place. I'll take cake. <laughs> cake, please. Uh, so they all go to that place, <laughs> right, to get food ready in case there are survivors. And then they lose power. So then the fat guy says, let's go down to the pier and see if we can help. Okay. So they all drive uh, down to the pier. And Little Miss Thing, who has never been a part of this. I mean, she's from the harbor, as she called it. I'm, I'm, she's from wherever the they harbor, are. The harbor. She's from, she said it. She's, I'm, I'm from here, whatever. But it was her, her, again. These are grizzled, seasoned Bostonian, Massachusetts, Nantucket people, and she's the one that leaves the headlights on it and they go, hey, what a good idea. Maybe we should light up the shore. I was so pissed. Seriously, like, that's so dumb. I just, yep, I, don't, Disney. I don't understand how that was not, I actually said to Sarah, I said, I thought that was the point of them all going down to the pier. In fact, when that one person parked in front of the building, I thought, well, they're not going to be able to help because their headlights aren't going to be able to, you know, you're going to light up the building. But then, oh, nope. Oh, the woman had the good idea. Okay, fine. All right. Is, is that what we've come to now? So anyway, that. Again, Send all hate mail. Listen, I am not here <laughs> yes. to say that women can't have How good ideas. How dare you say that this poor young lady who was so mistreated in this society be looked down upon as... <laughs> Uh, you know, someone who might not be uh, a person to to think of putting the the lights on I, there at the end. She, hey, if, and if I'm ashamed, and if she is the one that invented the damn thing, fine. Then she gets all the credit in the world, and she should have a museum built after her. But um, it just seems weird that all of these people who have lived through all of these horrible things. And they said, let's go to the pier as if that's a normal thing. This part of the routine. Well, let's just go down there to see what we can do. So why wouldn't that be your first instinct is to create as much light as possible on the shore? That's why we have lighthouses. Like, so anyway, that was, that was fine. If, if, you, if you find my comment sexist, then, then you're clearly missing the point. <laughs> um, but if you find this comment sexy... Oh, <laughs> then, yeah. then email me oh, yeah. my personal email bow, bow. is something I'm not going to give you. Um, anyway, 
Yeah. Sean ain't for free. Wow, wow. You got to wine and dine this mother. That's right. Shut your mouth. Just talking um, about Sean. And then I said, definitely a Disney movie that with, without a compass, they were able to find the exact point in which, you know, they needed the movie to end at. You know, it's not like they just found land somewhere and there was no one there. They, they, the, the power of love guided Kirk's hands, so he made it right back to her arms. The power of love compels you. Yeah. The power of love compels you. The other part that I laughed at was that all these men are there to help out, right? They're all like, oh, they help the other guys off, and they're patting them on the back and giving them all blankets. And then they all leave so that he and the girl can have a moment. And I thought, are none of you going to help out the poor captain? Like, the, the can guy... we have the boat, please? <laughs> like... Can we have the boat, please? Yeah. Yep. Hey, I hear the engine room's kind of warm right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that part was annoying. Anyway, uh, tropes I wrote, captain doesn't listen to his people. And the cook is fat and named Tiny. So oh. That's just, who dies? Uh, that's all. Are you ready for some from clips? Let's do some it. Clippy clip clips. Um, so for a Disney movie, this movie was actually pretty devoid of humor. Um, so there's not a whole lot of humor in these clips. There are just some kind of moments in the movie that I liked. Because not every time I can pick mo- moments that are humorous. But here you go. The definition of the ocean. Don't worry, Miriam. You know, we uh, we all get scared out there. I'm not afraid of the water, Bernie. It scares me at night, that's all, you know. You can't see what's underneath. Just more water. And shocks, Bernie, and shocks. I like you that. You got to watch out for them shocks, Bernie. I just thought that was funny. It's just more water. I just, well, I'll, I'll, well, yeah, he's right, but anyway. So it's funny. I gotta ask this question: Did anybody else just uh, close your eyes and just imagine we're talking about Bernie Sanders the entire time? Every <laughs> time the name was said. Yeah, that's funny. Oh. I never, I never. You know Bernie. Of, you know Bernie's gonna do the best job he can. Doesn't never, cut corners. I was like, you damn right. I never America. even thought about that. That's great. <laughs> Way to go, Bernie. This is a different movie now. All right, here we go. Turn up. I need you to go up and tell the captain we got an 18 foot fracture in our hull. Tell him these pumps are holding for now, but we don't put them into port. We're going to wreck. The captain don't understand me, Blue. I know he can't understand you. He doesn't listen to anyone anyway. Uh-huh. There you go. It's funny. It's funny because he has a southern accent. No one can understand people from the south. I get it. Um, <laughs> this is 38 seconds of, I wrote, a man with a plan. So... Man with a plan. Here we go. Now we're gonna set up a launch and look out for a shoal. I need four men working the police on the emergency tiller. I need four men manning the pumps after steering. The rest of you on a bucket line, top side down below, communicate with the engine room. And somebody keep blowing that whistle. You heard him, boys. Now move it, come on. Sounds like you're the man now, Seabert. Hope you didn't just kill us all. Yeah, what a dick. <laughs> no. I- Sorry, I, I just got the uh, the uh, scene from Lethal Weapon 4 when they're on the boat and, you know, Joe Pesci. All these nautical <laughs> terms. 
Nautical terms. Nautical terms. Yeah, he's getting all mad. Porn stopping. Yeah, you you just making stuff up. <laughs> that part was pretty funny. And then the shark is in the boat trying to like, bite him. <laughs> Pulls a gun out. Oh my gosh, what a funny movie. Um, yeah. And that dick guy also pulled another dick movie. He's like, you don't have anyone. You don't have any family. You don't have anyone to go home to. Like, yes, because people who don't have families don't want to live. What a dick. Anyway, I'm glad he lived. Uh, here's a little funny moment. That was actually kind of funny. Um, Casey Affleck being good. I just realized I only captured clips from two different actors. It's either uh, Chris Pine or Casey Affleck. Anyway. Which are pretty much the two leads. No, yeah, I mean, yeah, but... I mean, when we did the Transformers movie, most of my clips were from... uh, uh, What's his name? Um, I can't even think of his name. Stanley Tucci. Even yeah. though Mark Wahlberg is the lead, but because it's a terrible film. Oh wait, what just happened? <laughs> We're not starting. We interrupt this. Oh, sorry. Here we go. Feels funny. Has to be moving around, huh? Help. There you go. And then, kind of the, uh, kind of the. Um, I don't. I don't know if you want to call it the Popeye moment of the movie, but it's certainly. Uh, it's definitely. Um. I mean, the intro clip I played was definitely your "Today we celebrate our Independence Day" speech, but this was kind of the the best I could come up with with the Popeye moment of where you know this this is it, right? So here we go. The rain's so heavy you can hardly steer. So they're saying there's still seven or eight up there on board. Maybe we take these guys back in and come back out. Can't leave him out here alone. That boat won't last. We all live and we all die. There you go. So you better take this boat back to land. Um, I ain't effing with you today. I'm sorry, uh, Chris Pond. I will not lick your face. So real quick, and then we'll do trivia because there's not much of trivia. So Corny, you mentioned earlier the the music of the movie that you really liked. Um, yeah. And I uh, 100% agree. Uh, again, uh, this movie, I don't know if the music was better than the movie, but the music was really good and compelling. Yep. And like, now it's Disney, right? So it's going to have these moments where they're, they're supposed to tell you how to feel, right? So they're going to give you inspirational music when you need it, and you're going to get a little sad music when you need it. But the guy who wrote the music, uh, <laughs> Carter Burwell, is like the most famous person you've never heard of. Um, he has done movies that actually have pretty good... Uh, he's done a lot of movies. I'm looking for movies that actually have really good soundtracks, such as... He did the soundtrack to a Goofy movie, which is funny. Oh, dear. But he did Conspiracy Theory, which is fine. The Jackal, <laughs> which is fine. The Big Lebowski. Um, Three Kings, which we've seen for this podcast. Um, Mystery Alaska. He did A Knight's Tale, which we've also done. Um, wow, he wrote for Queen? He, uh... <laughs> wait, what? Oh. Uh, nice. He did the movie The Alamo, which I love that soundtrack. I love that music, and it's a good movie. Billy Bob Thornton, that's a good movie. Um, 
No Country for Old Men, The Blind Side. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. He did he did True Grit. Um, oh, another movie I want I really want to see again. Oh, it's really good. It's really good. Um, so he's I mean, he's he's done a bunch of again a bunch of other stuff, but he's done some really really good stuff. So good on you, sir. Um, and I'm not going to hold it against you that you did Twilight. That's not your fault. Someone paid you to do that movie, yep. and that's fine, right? Yeah. So is it really? It it yeah, is. Someone, it is. Someone paid me to to make Sean my little brother. So you no, know, that's fine. Sometimes you just got to make the hard decisions. Hey, you know that, and that's fine. You know, I mean, everyone has their star crash. Okay, so, um, you know, Christopher Plummer was, you know, Oscar nominee uh, was on Star Crash, and so was David Hasselhoff. Right. So sometimes you just need a paycheck, and that's <laughs> fine. So good for him. I had a, actually a friend of mine who was a not a listener of the show, but a supporter of the show. I should say uh, was a was a. Um, a special effects guy, sort of practical effects. No, what was he? Oh, he's a camera dude. Sorry, he's a camera guy on that movie. So, anyway, um, Kevin is his name, and he's a good dude. In fact, he um, he owns his own completely side story, but he owns a. Um, just going to give him some credit. He owns a uh, a furniture company up in um, uh, Portland, Oregon, I think, and. Um, I said, hey, um, I'll give you guys some. Sh- I'll give you guys some shout-outs and stuff if you can, uh, you know, support the show, right? And he's like, absolutely. What would you like? And I said, actually, it'd be really cool to have like a cheap seat reviews logo that you did with a wood burner. Oh yeah. And he said, no problem. So, you know, whenever that happens, I'll put it all over the Twitter and the Facebook. So there we go. Anyway, Kevin's a good dude. Um, but Twitter sucks. Not Twitter. Uh, Twilight sucks. All right. Anyway, moving on. Like my wife loves those movies, but she hates the first one. So there's something to be said, I guess, about that one. And she also hates Kristen Stewart. So it's more like the idea of what the movies represent than the actual movies. That makes any sense. Miss personality. She's awful. She's a terrible actress. Yep. I still don't get how she was in that terrible Snow White and the Huntsman. Like I understand she She slept with the director. Yeah, but she slept with the director because she got the role. Not she didn't get the role because she was sleeping with the director. Does that make sense? Mm, you you think so? Yeah. You think mm. she was banging him and that's how she got the role? Because she was terrible. Possibly. I would say so, probably. Well, yeah. okay, well then good for him or something. I don't know. Whatever. That's how I got all my jobs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. And now for some more bad news. Ready? 2011, in 2011, the United States Coast Guard Service named its first 153 boat fast response cutter the Bernard Weber, which is the main actor that Chris Pine played, or the character that Chris Pine played. The FRCs are the first class of cutter to be named after an enlisted, after enlisted heroes. That's cool. Yeah. When the real Andy Fitzgerald, I mentioned this earlier, he was the guy at the front of the boat, the Navy dude. When he saw the finished film at the premiere, he said, I had no idea it was that dangerous. Uh, And Ben Foster, who was the um, uh, pyro guy from Hostage, uh, claimed that this role was the most physically demanding of his career due to the amount of time working in cold water. Yeah, that's one thing they didn't really do in, in this movie was show the effects of the cold water. Yeah. Because that, that water out at that time of year in that area is like Titanic water. Yeah. You know, um, Dern, what's his name, would be freezing to death holding onto a door. Right. 
uh, you know, it, 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 I didn't, I don't think they did real well with that. Let's just say that. No. And, and like, this, this was during a blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and like the only time they actually were actually felt that they felt cold was after the rescue and Chris Pine is getting ready to turn the boat around. They actually showed where his nose was red and his cheeks and his chin were red and his hand was shaky. And that was it. I was like, oh, now they're cold. The last yeah. hour, you know, the, the last three hours or two hours, they're fine. You know, so, I mean, I guess adrenaline accounts for some, but darn. Um, uh, I'm not going to play the recasting game since it's a brand new movie, but I would say this. If we were going to do this movie again, I say you make it, you know, you make it a Paramount movie and... Heck, make you, it in space. You can make it in space. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're going to say... Mike, Instantly better. <laughs> I was going to say, I think it would be kind of interesting as if you made this a rated R movie. You know, let uh, let Scorsese get his hands on it. Let it. Now you're little, talking. Now I get death. Yeah, Hell yeah. You're gonna get probably a little more violence. You're gonna get some more swears. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe some uh, some some on the boat uh, action, if you know what I mean. Uh, I don't. Please explain, sir. Um, more fighting, <laughs> more cussing. What I was gonna you, say because there's only one woman in this universe, and uh, she's uh, actually there's two women. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, are we okay? Couldn't reach the thing. Oh, okay. Somebody's either blowing their nose or, or grinding coffee. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I actually said grinding coffee. Uh, soundtrack great. I'm just gonna give it an A for awesome. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. Black coffee. Um. Trio. Uh, what did we learn? Well, we learned that apparently you can survive in really, really cold water. Um. There you go. Yeah. You gotta worry about the shrinkage though. Yeah, it was shrinkage. Okay. Tiny didn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he did. <laughs> well, don't go. Hey, guess who? Me. Guess who's not gonna be in finest hours too? <laughs> <laughs> that, guy, that big guy from ER. <laughs> All right, top three. So we decided to pick rescue. Like a baby's arm holding an apple. Oh, uh, we decided to do rescue movies. So uh, I um, um, rescue movies. So there you go. That's that's our top three. Andrew, your your top three, sir. Okay. Well, um, I okay. I'm going to give an honorable mention to a movie that I just saw on Saturday, and that is Trolls. Uh, took my really? kids to see that, and there is a... Oh, a right, nice, the, the animated nice thing. Rescue. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not Troll, but uh, right. Trolls. And there is a rescue scene where they... Well, the movie is to rescue their friends that have been taken by the uh, Bergen, which are the ogre-like creatures. So it's, it's a nice little film. Okay. Number three, 101 Dalmatians. Oh, cute. Oh, taking, yeah, okay. Taking it back to a little animated Disney. Uh, number two, Hook. Oh, Robin Williams. Wow, yeah. Where he's rescuing his children. And number one, going along with our nautical sea theme, Captain Phillips. Okay. Yeah, that's, so that, that is a pretty good one. I've never I'll seen it. You. I really want to watch it. Oh, Captain Phillips is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it was offered, or... 
It was, uh, sorry, I'm trying to get to Facebook because we got a Facebook message for my part of, you know, for emails and stuff. And I open up, and the first thing I see is, quote, if did not vote had been a candidate in the 2016 presidential election, it would have won by a landslide. Sorry. Um, uh, Corny. Yo, what's up? Your turn. All right, so uh, I'm going to give an honorable mention uh, specifically to the scene in Daredevil where they do the one cut where he beats up all those guys to rescue that one person. Oh, the kid? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's pretty awesome. That was a great uh, scene. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry. All right. You good? Kill me now. Okay. Uh, number, or sorry, my number three. I'm going to go with uh, Olympus Has Fallen. I know we've done it before, but um, <laughs> why not? No, hey, it's a good um, movie. Yeah, it's not the movie of the week, so it still works. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Die Hard. Right on. Because I'm, I'm going to go there. mother. Yeah. Truckers. yippee mother father. I said mother father. I know. Thank you. <laughs> I, was, I was reaching for my mouse to make a note. Oh, I'm not going to have to bring it there. Okay. All right, and my uh, last one, um, I'm, I'm very glad this actually works, uh, is uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world because <laughs> oh, he has right to on. save uh, Ramona uh, from the last guy. And the entire movie is about her, him fighting all the evil exes to, to win her love, to save her from, from having to deal with those people. Right. No, that's great. That works. <laughs> all right. So I've managed to do it for like the last uh, three out of the last five movies. Let's well, see if I can keep this going. No, that's all right. Hey, right, you keep, yeah. keep on keeping on. Uh, Sam. All right. Um, I have got an honorable mention here for Die Hard. And my number three is it's just cracking me up because Spellcheck changed the spelling to uh, Saving Private Juan. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, yeah, Private Juan, <laughs> yeah. That's what they called it in Mexico. <laughs> I guess. Um, so, oh, sorry. What? I was trying to find... I've got 100 people down. Man, where is it? Where did I put in these things anyway? Dang it. I guess I don't have yippee Kaye because we did Die Hard for an episode, oh, wow. and I don't have Yippie... How do I not have that? Yeah. <sighs> Oh, that's don't, horrible. Don't, don't fall asleep. Mm. Oh, crap. Anyway, okay, so three is Saving Private One. Uh, two is Star Wars. They're just going to call it that from now on, Saving Private One. It's better than and, Shaving Ryan's Private, so. Yeah. My number one is, uh, of course, Jurassic Park. Of course. And yeah. as Andrew and I said, we knew it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, no, yeah, and that's fine. It, it's it, it actually really you does. knew it was coming. Yeah. No, I did, and it fits way more than the most of the times you try to shoehorn it into the category. <laughs> <laughs> Romantic comedies. Well, in Jurassic Park, the dinosaurs love each other and they have babies. Therefore, romantic comedy. Yeah. Well, there is that Malcolm and uh, uh, Ellie. You know, they they kind of hit it off a little bit. <sighs> Not really. Anyway. Okay. In fact, they got married after that movie. The, the actors or the... Yeah, they did. Really? I didn't know that. That's weird. Yep. Gross. Uh, yeah. Gross. Yeah. Slight what? imperfections of the skin. Oh. Uh, my number uh, honorable mention would be The Rescuers Down Under, because that's a funny movie. <laughs> um, 
Is that the one with the nudity in the window? No, that's the rescuers. That's the first one. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so there's, there's a lesson. Yeah, well, there's actually yeah, there's, there's a naked woman in a window painting. It's actually pretty funny. Uh, number three, Aliens. The second one, where she's got to go get Newt. Uh, it was my first rated R movie that Dad ever let me watch, and it was awesome. Really? Yeah, because she, uh, yeah, we talked about this on the show. Um, uh, it was the first rated R movie Dad let me watch, and I was super fascinated when she took that big machine gun and the blowtorch gun and belt strapped them together and went and <laughs> took out the queen and then got newt and then went back to the ship and then she got into the big uh exco skeleton fight skeleton thing, thing. Yeah. and had a big fight that was a cool scene that was very cool good job james cameron for making a good movie um well i will say this about james cameron and this has gotten me in hot water before with some friends but he is really great at taking someone else's idea and making it better absolutely terminator 2 uh aliens yeah aliens terminator 2 avatar just, just, yeah. I'm just saying, Avatar is not original. Now, the way he presented nope. it was original, but it's basically Dances with Wolves, which is basically Pocahontas. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Fern Gully. Did he direct Fern that Gully. or just? Uh... Oh, you're saying no. You're saying Avatar is basically Fern Gully. Avatar is Fern Gully. Oh, yeah. yeah. If you yeah. ever watch Fern Gully, it's it's yeah yeah and down it's... to the bulldozers putting down the trees. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. It's, it's and yeah. In, instead of black smoke as the bad guy, it's yeah, uh, dude with scar on his face. So yeah. Uh, number two I uh, wrote was uh, Saving Private Ryan, um, because, you know, Juan. why not? Saving Private Juan, that's hilarious. And number Jeez, one was, uh, for me, is I the... need to be saved. <laughs> Come and get me. The, uh, Nathan Fillion is in that movie, by the way. It's our Serenity Connection. Yes, he is. He's the first Raven, uh, Raven Private. Raven Private. I can't talk. He's the first Private Ryan. Uh, and my number one is The Martian. Ooh! Uh, nice. I was wondering when someone was going to mention a Matt Damon film because yeah. he's a little I bitch almost, and has to be re- re- rescued in every one of his movies. Pretty much. I almost decided to do all <laughs> Matt Damon movies, except the Bourne movies where he's kicking ass. Yeah, true. Which did anyone see well, well, the newest one? What else one? is there? You've got Martian and you've got um, Saving Ryan Private. Saving Juan. Saving Private What's Ryan. The other? Oh, that's right. Do what? What did you say, Andrew? Inception. Incep- Wait, I'm confused. Is he in Inception? He's not in Inception. Right? What am I thinking about? I don't know. <laughs> not uh, Inception. Oh, um, you're thinking of Interstellar. Interstellar, thank you. Sorry. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah, well, well they I, do. Yeah, I, word. yeah you're right. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Interesting. Yeah, so three times. Good job. And Man, I'm throwing some eggnog. Oh, okay. Uh, there you go. There's our top three. That was fun. That was fun as hell. Um, email. Well, we don't have well, email, but that's okay. But we have some Facebook um, activity. Activity. So we got on our we Facebook. We need a little song for that next time that happens. Oh. We need uh, a little Facebook jingle. Um, okay. Then you're going to get. Um, that pisses me off. And. Son of a bitch must pay. There you go. So. <laughs> That's all I got. I don't know. What do you want? Um, uh, corny. The power of podcast compels you. Uh, <laughs> how about... Uh, Not a great plan. There you go. So, Oh, no, here it is. This is it. So, Facebook page, we get this. Oh, I feel like a Power Ranger! There you go. So, <laughs> Wonderful. <yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we got for. Wait, where is it? Speaking of Power Rangers, is anybody else excited for the I new did, Power Ranger movie? I did see yeah. it. I kind of want to watch it. I watched the original one. I was not a fan of Power Rangers. I happen to be in that generation. And uh, yet I do not let my kids watch it. Yeah, I know. But I'm I, kind I, of excited about the movie in a way. Yeah, I watched the original one in the theater. Because at the time, the CGI that they had done was actually pretty pretty fantastic. And the Pink Ranger is still hot. Um, yes. Anyway, so... Jeez. Uh, I'm getting there, I promise, sorry. Uh, so, Joseph Protokovich Jr., which is my brother-in-law, uh, who has started listening to the show, which is very cool, sent me a message on the Facebook and said, um, got a movie for you. Got to be the coolest slash dumbest movie ever. Worst case, you lose only 30 minutes of your life. Kung Fury. Oh, another Kung Fu. Yeah. I thought he had... Yeah, man. And he sent me something else. I just got to find it. Yeah. Um, I thought he did. Maybe not. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, oh, he did post on... What? Uh, he posted something on, uh, on a post that we did. He asked about uh, t- uh, presidents. When I asked about uh, presidents from when we did um, London Has Fallen... Yeah. Uh, he said Chuck Norris um, is president, and you just don't know it. So there you go. <laughs> That's his favorite president, apparently. <laughs> so there you go. So I could have sworn we got a, another request. I just got to find I thought I saw it. Gremlins somewhere, Yeah, didn't we I? got a request for Gremlins for Christmas. I'm trying to figure out where that was. Was that on Facebook or Twitter? I thought that was an email. No, it wasn't an email. Was it? No. Anyway. We also got requests to do Gremlins for Christmas, so maybe we'll do that. Hell yeah. Um, there you go. That's I get it. I do my, uh, my Mogwai. Mogwai. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, nice. Uh, so we have been, uh, so that's how you get on the show. You just either Facebook messages or Twitter us or whatever, and you know, we'll, we'll, we will accommodate you because we'll, we'll offend you somehow. Because we're nice like that. We'll, we'll also or, offend you at some point, too. Uh, or go you, by Sean's house. Um, yeah. Speaking of Sean's house, I don't know why it made me think about this, but I was thinking about this the other day. We need to do another uh, commentary track. We should do that again soon. I like we doing done that in a while. Yeah. Um, have we done one with you, Andrew? Uh, I think so. I can't remember. I think we did it like over Skype. Yeah, we did. You're right. We did. I just don't remember yep. which one it was. Anyway, we should do that again. That was a lot of fun. Um, we've got some stuff coming up that I think actually might. Work. Gremlins would actually be a good one to do that with. Actually, that would be a really good one because some of the movies we got coming up are actually kind of serious movies. Um, anyway, so that's that's our show, and we're gonna end it with uh, a little game that we call Out of Ten. It's not really a game; it's more like a procedure that I say, "Hey guys, give me your rating of this movie from one to ten, and then you tell me it, and I write it down in a little box here." So, Andrew, um, in case people didn't know how a rating scale worked. Uh, Andrew, your your rating of this movie <laughs> one to ten. Sorry. Well, uh, since we left out the Nicholas Sparks type romance and just went straight to the story itself, I'm going to go a tad bit higher, but uh, I'm still going to be pretty low. I'm going to say about a five point seven. All right. I think that's about what IMDb has actually. 
Uh, no, IMDb is a 6.8. So, anyway, it's fine. Um, just, I, I mentioned earlier, real quick, I didn't say it out loud, though, or I didn't say it to the show. I said this movie didn't make a whole lot of money. It only made about worldwide about 40 million bucks, and it cost 80 million to make. Ouch. Yeah, so. <laughs> it did indeed. Yeah, sink. it Ouch. did sink, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Disney yeah. can afford it, but still. But I think one of the reasons why is because it came out like the same weekend as like Kung Fu Panda 3 and um, some other kind of fun summer kind of movies. So anyway, uh, Corny, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm going to give it uh, um, seven Chris Pining to lick his face. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. Seven, that's a pretty high number there, Corny. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think it was worth the watch one time, but other than that, it's pretty bland. The music was pretty good. The story made sense. Uh, more death would have been nice, but... Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> You're right. Nice. Uh, Sam? I think I'm going to give this one a good uh, six dead tinies out of uh, ten. No. Floating in the ocean. No. Poor Getting tiny. eaten bit by bit by small animals. <laughs> by Bruce the shark. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, so six, it's, it's good. Like Carney says, it's good to see once, but I think it's good to see once. I don't know if I'd watch it again. No, yeah, this is definitely not, um, this was tying to mind. I definitely wouldn't buy this. Much yeah. like watching the same dance. <laughs> yeah, it's good to see once, but you just don't ever want to watch it again. <laughs> uh, and it's also like people flapping around in water. Um, I'm gonna give it a good, I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm going to say 6.45 giant waves that the boat has to go under because there were some parts of the movie I liked. The soundtrack was good. I really liked that uh, that shot down into the, the belly of the ship. Um, and I thought Chris uh, Pine was actually really good in this movie. Um, so there you go. That's our, that's our rating. And uh, it's not that bad. Uh, 6.2... 875. That's, that's not bad. All right. So next week, um, next week is, uh, is next time on Dragon Ball Z. Next week, uh, it will be Thanksgiving. And I am excited. Yeah. So the movie we have picked to do for Thanksgiving uh, is Andrew's favorite movie of all time. Not really, but he just really wants us to do this movie. And that would be uh, Bone Tomahawk. That's Hell right. yes. We're doing Bone Tomahawk. It's on Amazon Prime. It's not on Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime. So um, yeah. you have to go there to watch it or go to Walmart and buy it for $7. Um, I know almost nothing about this movie uh, except that I think there's some cowboys and Indians kind of a thing happening, which <laughs> is why we're doing it for Thanksgiving, I guess. Um, but there are I, Boys, I think we're actually in for a treat on this one. Um, I want you to all... Get watch drunk? this. No, I want you to all oh. watch this after you eat your Thanksgiving meal. Well, that, oh no, that won't work <laughs> for the no, show. That won't work. Hey, uh, uh, if it gives you, oh wait, sorry. Oh, Kurt <laughs> Russell is in this. Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins. I know these. Yeah, people. it's all Kurt Russell. That David Arquette. Like someone's going to get shot. Uh, hey, Sid Richard Hake? Jenkins, cousin to Leroy. Yeah, he's good cousin of Leroy. Patrick is uh, not nearly as aggressive as Leroy, though. Yeah. Um, uh, it's got some actors in this that I've, I've heard of. So I'm all right. So 
Uh, and there's at least one girl in it, so that's good too. Oh, there's um, a David yeah. Arquette sighting. Yeah, I know. We haven't seen him in a long time. <laughs> Not since oh. he was just. Uh, Damn it! What? This movie, Bone Tomahawk, should have been my number one on my list tonight. Uh, oh, oh, is it... I wasn't. I wasn't even thinking. Oh well, interesting. It's got a seven point <laughs> one on IMDb. So, the thirty nine thousand times Andrew voted for it, it's done pretty good. Um, I got Chad to help too. No, oh, good, good for Chad. <laughs> Before he passed. Rest in peace. <laughs> um, hey, I wonder when Chad starts listening to this uh, podcast again. I feel actually. Start hearing how he tells me. I don't know. We mourn his death. I do, mm-hmm. however, want, and I, I mentioned it to somebody that when if if there's going to be a movie that we're going to have coming up that I think we need to hit him back on the show for, you know, I think that'd be good. And um, anyway, also, uh, if you can do math as I can't, um, ten episodes away from our hundred and fiftieth episode, good which Lord. is uh, <laughs> pretty oh. uh, pretty cool. So. We might do some kind of uh, competition or some kind of thing to p- have you guys pick that movie. Uh, so we've got... Ladies. It'll be more than 10 weeks because we, we will probably miss a week for Christmas. So we've probably got about 11 or 12 weeks to make that happen. So um, we'll talk off air. I'm throwing this at the guys because uh, didn't, we didn't talk about it before the show. So anyway, uh, love making up uh, policy on the air. This is great. Anyway, that's going to do it yeah, for us. love making policy. Uh, Bone Tomahawk is next week, so come back and enjoy the uh, hell out of that. Um, in the meantime... Um, all up in that bone. There you go. Sorry. I'll corner you over. Tomahawk the shit out of it. Yeah. Andrew was trying to say something like... In the bud, yes. There we go. Um, <laughs> it's not too far away from the truth. <laughs> oh, jeez. There we go. <laughs> Uh, I'm scared. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's going to do it for us. So leave us a review on iTunes and all those other places that you uh, get your podcasts. We really appreciate them. Uh, visit dealers. our website, CheapSuitReviews.com, where we will um, maybe have some information. Priest. Uh, a young priest and an old priest. No. Uh, we'll have uh, info on some, uh, maybe that what we're going to do for 150. I don't know. I'm just kind of making up as I go along, but that's pretty much what we do for the show. Anyway, leave uh, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. I am at Sean J. Allred at Suniji16, which is S-O-N-E-J-I. There's Sam at Johnny Darker 16 is Corny, and at A. Jemison is Andrew. And, of course, please, please, please send us your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. We would love to have them. Um... To our British and Canadian friends, shoot us an email and let us know uh, how how badly you guys are laughing at us down here. I just um, yeah, be kind of fun to know. Um, because I know you they are laughing those countries. Uh, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and now they'll never email us. Thank you, Andrew. I know. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, and that's gonna do it for us. Well, they so, don't have LOL where they are, so <laughs> they. <ate. laughs> <laughs> They're about a decade and a half behind. Speaking of AOL, we haven't heard from AOL Jeff in a while. I hope he's doing all right. Um, well, I don't think it's our lack of trying. Yeah, he's probably still like only on episode 73 right now. So anyway. Uh, so on behalf of Corny, Andrew, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. You guys are awesome and good night.
want to get married? No, 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 not at all. <laughs> Only if you're wearing Dr. Scholl's. <laughs>